What is up, everybody? My name is Jack Graham. And I'm Mac Rikers, and together we are the In-Situ Collective. And we are here to teach you the habits and strategies to put your health and fitness first. And help you to feel amazing, increase your energy, gain confidence, and ultimately have a bigger impact. Uh, what is up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode. Uh, we've got another guest in um, t- for an interview, turning into a bit of an interview podcast. Um, but still, got a lot of good content in this one, so make sure you stick around all the way to the end. And if you have been enjoying our content, uh, make sure you jump on our mailing list. And to do that, you need to download something for free. So head over to our website, in situ collective slash free, and choose a free download, ebook, whatever you like, download that and you automatically end up on our mailing list. And Why ma- do they want to be on our mailing list? Because there's lots of good content. Um, if you've been following Mac and I for a little bit, you'll notice that we're a little bit quieter on social these days. Um, we're still there. We're just not putting our main content there just because it just gets double tapped and scrolled past. We put a lot of time and effort into it. So we're going to put those longer form, more informative posts, I guess you could say, into our um, email list. Send it out in email form, or video, or audio. But cool. if you're on the if you're on the mailing list, you won't miss it, whatever version it is. So make sure you're there. Um, and as always, share this podcast around. Um, we are starting to get quite a few listens and downloads and all that sort of stuff now our guest is getting very excited about all the ears that are going to be listening to her um so i'll shut up and we'll get into it all right so ella welcome thank you for having me um i'm ella i've just turned 18 and just finished high school um i've been competitively competitively weightlifting for about two years now and I started CrossFit and kind of got into the scene when I was about 12 years old. Nice. So what's the difference between competing and just not competing? (laughs) Well, um, competing, you obviously, you're going to enter some competitions Mm -hmm. and competing, you've got your three lifts in the two different uh, main lifts. So the clean and jerk and the snatch. Mm -hmm. And so you've got three attempts at both of those, and but in training you can do as many as you can. And um, I kind of, I suppose I've been training weightlifting since I was about 14. I really got into it um, with CrossFit. And it was kind of just a lot of playing around with what I can do, what I can't do, mm-hmm. seeing how, how far I can push myself. Um, not a lot of technical stuff went into it. It was a lot of grip and rip sort of stuff <laughs> and um but then yeah I've got a coach now and a lot of uh specific training goes into it nice um I feel like a lot of people because of CrossFit are like yeah I'm going to get into Olympic lifting and I can do it now and then yeah they try and do it properly and fail miser- miserably um so I'd like to sort of jump into your um, comps and all that sort of stuff and you train them but let's go right back to the start and you said you started with CrossFit like yep. most Olympic lifters do these days yeah. where where when what did that look like um, well I started the first CrossFit gym that we were at I started 
martial art to that gym and then on the other side was CrossFit and I saw people walking on their hands doing crazy stuff and um, I was like I want to do that that looks fun and so for a lot of the time I was doing both of those things and really developed a passion for CrossFit and I was about halfway through year six I think at that point where I started CrossFit and I think my because my parents have always been like do whatever sport you want to do you want to do it, do it. Mm. And um, I kind of went in because I was a swimmer before that and I kind of went in and was like, oh, yeah, it's like land training, but fine. <laughs> and um, so, yeah, I started that and I started with Mel as um, like in the teens, in her teens program. And then I spent, I think, maybe two years total in that program and then went to the adults one when I was about 14 and was training with all the adults and that was so much fun like being in that adult environment was like the best at like that age because you kind of just sit back and watch what everyone does and it's just like lots of fun and a great push that you don't really get from that teenage environment but like from Mel the only reason I did CrossFit and do CrossFit right now is because like Mel started me off so well Mm. and yeah how old are you when you're near six twelve 12. Well, 11 turning 12. Yeah. Yeah. I turned, yeah, 12 at the back end of year six. Far out. And how long were you doing martial arts before that? Um, maybe like six months, I think. Yeah, right. Not, not very long. I started that at like the beginning of year six with a couple of friends. Yeah, that's awesome. So, um, martial arts ended, CrossFit started. Yeah. Um, you didn't do martial arts anymore or a bit of both? Um, I did, I did both for like maybe two years. Mm-hmm. And then it just got too much and I was start, starting to like move up the levels in martial arts and it was hard to do both. And then I was also doing like swimming and basketball and nippers and it was just a lot. Oh. I'm like, I feel like something should give here. I feel like that is a lot for any 12 year old. <laughs> yeah. Um, that's crazy. And it's, and I guess you saying that, like for those that don't know, we met Ella at CrossFit Huey and we all train together yeah. when it's open. Um, and all that. So we've met her. We've watched a move, and she lifts like just smooth. Like I don't know yeah, how. Yeah, so satisfying to watch. Like you know those videos that you see on Facebook of lifters, and it's just like how the heck did they get the bar up there without even moving any part of their body? That's what it's like when yeah. you watch her. Like, oh, <laughs> <laughs> I sort of like to think of it like how you think you look and how you actually look. Yeah. Like when you're yeah. doing an Olympic lift, you think you're like snapping under the bar, going super smooth, but then you record yourself, have a look, and you're like, holy shit, I'm moving so slow. Yeah. yeah. Um, well, it was a lot of doing that and then fixing it, videoing, going, nah, that's... I feel like um, that martial arts would have helped a lot and all the other sports into Olympic lifting because I, I, I've trained it to quite a few people now or coached it to a lot of people now and adults are the worst. Because they've lost that mind body mm-hmm. connection, they like they just don't understand. Their hips have got to drive up at the same time they pull a bar up, you know, catches the same time your feet land, all that sort of stuff. They just know they can't connect their yep. mind to their feet and that sort of thing. So, do you think that helped? Like martial arts, I, I've heard a lot. I haven't really done it, but I've heard it helps a lot with that mind body connection, and oh, that would yeah. have been a big boost going into the Olympic lifting. Oh yeah, for or sure. CrossFit, I guess. Yeah. Um all the sports I feel like except for maybe basketball because I'm still very uncoordinated at that but anyway um, martial arts was great for especially mobility because we were just like 
are getting into like kind of grapples and stuff that and just a lot of like our, like we would start with our warm-up would be like squats so like you would want to be getting into like you get into like a deep squat every time you train and mm-hmm. then just like a lot of like the movements and stuff we would be getting into yeah those sort of um harder to reach positions for maybe adults and then yeah but and then also swimming like coordination is like Mm. massive in swimming like (laughs) you go like butterfly so much coordination and I feel like um a lot of that came from swimming and I do find that like a couple of my friends that did do swimming that started they like got that pretty quickly as well and then um there was a few I think there was a few people that moved from martial arts and crossfit while we were at that mm. gym as well and they were always like beasts in the gym like yeah. they always they picked up stuff so quickly yeah and it was just yeah it was yeah i think yeah martial arts was an awesome crossfit awesome segue into crossfit cool so crossfit started and then when did you go holy shit i love this olympic lifting stuff here and then i want to do this more than anything else um uh, well i think it started i think I was, it was like at the end of the teens classes, it was like a 15 minute window between teens and adults where I was like, I want to see how much I can lift. Like I'll leave, I'll leave a barbell out at the end of a workout and then just see how much I can put on and like deadlift and uh, back squat and all that. And so it was kind of a little bit of powerlifting. And then um, when I, once I, so probably 14, I got into Olympic lifting with mm. the adults classes because we, Mel wouldn't really push like that kind of high technique sort of stuff with the kids but then once I got into the adults classes kind of free range go for it um and I think that's a big lesson for a lot of people listening like Ella didn't just start CrossFit and then the next month go shit I want an Olympic lift like there was at 12 there was martial arts and then CrossFit plus swimming and then what three years later you started doing more Olympic lifting and serious training yeah um so at what age was your first comp? 17, oh, 17, 16 maybe. 16 I would have been last year. So yep. 16 going <laughs> into your first competition, had had you actually done any competitions with any other sports? I'd done, or oh, I'd competitive swimming since I was maybe like eight or nine, mm. I think. And then basketball since I was bit older than that maybe 10 yeah i was rep and um but my first i had a first cross, crossfit comp at maybe 15 mm-hmm. and i've only done one that was my only crossfit comp that i've really done yeah but yeah i did that and then 16 at like january of last year i think was mm-hmm. my first comp um yeah so a lot of questions back there so i guess it's it's a pretty big thing for a 16 year old to be stepping onto a competition floor in an Olympic lift. Like yeah. you can take CrossFit swimming, anything else, like you can hide a little bit. Yeah, it's not yeah. like it's only you there on that platform. Mm, yeah. So um, we'll dive into the training for a bit, but um, what was it like stepping onto that platform for a bit? Um, like first time. The platform was so daunting, but I had the best coach. Uh, Kylie Limbeck is my coach mm-hmm. and she I had one of the other ladies came up to me and she's like, she'd never seen me before. And she's like, oh, do you need a hand with anything? Blah, 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 blah. Like trying to help me and stuff. And like, obviously loved having a bit of help because I had no clue what I was doing. It was, um, I was pretty familiar with the gym because it was my training gym. But she was like, oh, you're Kylie's lifter. 
And so she's like, you've got this, you'll be fine. <laughs> and But yeah, definitely it was super daunting having all the eyes on me. You've got three judges in front of you. You're like, oh, holy shit, I hope I don't mess this up. Yeah. And um, But yeah, going into that competition, I had very, very safe lifts. So I was definitely wasn't as scary as it could have been. And Kylie was like, well, you know, we'll only push you as far as you want to be pushed. And that it's, I started with my, I think, 37 kilo snatch, 57 clean and jerk, very safe lifts. And um, yeah, I was very happy with nice how that first comp went that's good um, how did you um find kylie um my 16th birthday i had a massive party at well it wasn't a huge party um i had all the crossfit guys come over to my house and my birthday present from mel and the crew was three lifting sessions with um a commonwealth oh. um kind of athlete and because um, Kylie, she went, she did, uh, I think, Glasgow Com- Commonwealth Games. And so, and we were trying to find coaches for like a while before that. We found one, then he moved. And Mel was like, we, we've got these. And I did those three sessions and just like fell in love. She was the best coach ever. Were they in person? Yeah. Oh, nice. Yeah, yeah. Where was that at? In Canberra at Strive Weightlifting. Yeah, wow. It was like... They have the best setup there as well. So it was like everything you could want for a beginner lifter was there. Mm. And, yeah, but Kylie was just great. Those first three lessons and I was just, um, yeah. Um, so we're diving all over the place a little bit, but that's okay. So what age were you when you met Kylie? What, what age were you when you'd done those sessions? 16. So, yeah, I Stop. got them for my 16th birthday. Oh, yeah, yeah. And then, yeah, had cool. them like a couple, like a month later. So... Um, how long was it between doing those sessions with Kylie and your first comp? Um, I think my first session was October, mm-hmm. and then it would have been January the following year. Okay, wow. last year. So, a yeah, couple months. And she was like, well, if you want to get into it, go for it. Yeah. I'm not going to stop you. Nice. And yeah. Um, cool. So, what did you did your training change much after meeting Kylie and leading up to that comp? Um, it wasn't. After meeting Kylie, my training changed drastically. Um, I was actually doing specialised weightlifting training, not yep. just playing around in the mm. gym. Yep. And, um, yeah, it definitely changed, like, massively. I had I was training about three times a week mm-hmm. during open gym, so that hour or so, three times a week, was my training. And it was a lot of getting out of old habits that mm-hmm. I developed from, you know, kind of CrossFit and just going, like... Um, helpful leather for those reps. Yep. Um, at like a lightweight, so that I could hit those heavier weights. Yeah, nice. But yeah, it wasn't. It wasn't so much of like a like comp prep. It was kind of just foundations. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Um, have you done another comp since then? Since the first one. Yeah. Oh yeah, I've done. Uh, I think I did maybe like four comps that year, and then I think I've done. Three comps this year. Four comps when you were 16? 17. 16 to 17, yeah. Wow, that's Around nuts. That. Yeah. Um, what was it like going to the second one? Second and how, one, how far What? How far in between was it? How long in between? Maybe two months between okay. them. And ah, oh, so much better. Like, yeah. I knew what I was doing. Um, I think the most daunting thing about uh, like uh, the whole comp experience is weighing. Okay. So once you get in, you weigh in, you know what you weigh, and you're like, okay, I can breathe, relax. 
and just get into training, get into that headspace. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so that second one was all like a little bit of, you know, nerves going into weigh in and then it was fine. Mm-hmm. And I think that's been every comp since then yep. has been get to weigh in, I'm fine, train. Um, so how does the weigh in work? Because I haven't really ever done any sports where it's been weighing or anything like that so um so you go in you strip yep just into your undies Mm -hmm. you can go naked if you really want but that's never (laughs) been an extra point um yeah (laughs) so you have to get it within a weight class um yeah so you've got uh for females i usually go the 81 kilo so you can't be you have to be under 81 kilos to get into that weight class. The first one, I was still a junior. Mm-hmm. I mean, youth, I was still youth. So I was 81 plus because that's like the, the um, 81's cutoff and it's like anything above that is just open. Okay. Um, and yeah, but yeah, you got, I had, I wanted to strip down into that, like into like a comfortable 81 category. So I was like hovering around like 78. Yep. Okay. 80 so you kind of yeah you go in you weigh in and you're done so in youth you're only competing against youths yeah yeah and so then 15 to 17 i think and then you went into what's the next uh is juniors and then senior and then master i think so you wouldn't you haven't done anything other than juniors um well our comps because i compete um, in the ACT, our comps are open club comp, cu- club comps, so you compete any age. Any age. I oh, think wow. like okay. there's like one lady. I don't know how old she is, but she's fairly old. But she's an awesome lifter. She's yeah. like it's love. Like I love watching them. They're yeah. amazing. Um, but yeah, no, I've compete open every time. But oh, like okay. for kind of international, um, not international national stuff is just in my junior age group at the moment. Okay. Um, well, that would be... That's an experience because like, a lot of people don't realise like, if you've been lifting for 10 years, you've got all this more... like So much more experience. Yeah. And it's not like at a certain point, muscle and strength... Yeah, it helps a lot, but technique mm-hmm. is even more. Oh, yeah. So yeah. it would be pretty daunting going up against... Yeah. Some <laughs> people got 10 plus years on Oh, there. yeah. Some of those, like, some of those ladies are incredible to watch. Um, like, they just go have their, like, technique is, like, bang on. You just mm. watch them and it's just mm. like, wow. Yeah. Like, and, like, I know, like, you guys say, like, watching me lift is great, but then you <laughs> watch these ladies and it's just, like, mind-blown. Yeah. Just, like, how, and especially Snatch, like, you see it just slot and test yeah. one. It's so satisfying. It's mm. just like, yes. <laughs> nice. That's right. Yeah. Um, all right, that's that's cool. So um, let's talk about wins and losses and stuff like that. Where are you sitting? Um, well, uh, the last comp I had was in July or June, not too sure. And I was trying to go for um, nationals, a national spot, I think. Not too sure. Oh, yeah, like the national championship or something. You have to qualify. You have to get a certain uh, total. So you're both the weights for the lifts added together. You have mm-hmm. to get a certain total. And um, I just wasn't on. No. Wasn't on that day. Snatch was... Clean and Joke was on. My snatch was not on. I got... I was aiming for a five kilo PB and I got a one kilo PB. 
and I was aiming, I think I only needed like a, or maybe like a two, three kilo PB from my clean and jerk. And I like, I needed it. Mm. So I was like, I need to like make an eight kilo PB here. I didn't cool. make it, but I made it, I made 90 kilo clean and jerk. So I was like happy with that. I was like, okay, wow. I'll walk off happy with that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, uh, I've been really lucky to have my, like the weightlifting community um, at like here, like the gym. And then also in Canberra, the, like that community is like amazing. Um, so I've been really lucky to have that group around me. So the losses that I did have on that day and like, you know, just missing a lift is like kind of just, you just feel shit. Mm. Yeah. Like, oh, I wish I like, especially if you've got it to like a certain point and you're like, I know I can get under that. I know I can stand that up. It was just like a silly little mistake. Um, but they've always just been like, you know, it's fine. Just forget about it. Yep. Next. Um, Cause yeah, I think it's, yeah, it was hard. It's hard to miss a lift, especially on the, um, the comp floor. But, um, yeah, I feel, yeah. So you go out for your first, so we're doing clean jerk. Yep. Um, what happens if you miss a lift? So if you miss your first lift, that's fine. Yep. It's, it's a miss lift. Um, but you only have, you have two lifts left. So if you fail, so the first lift is a snatch. If you fail all three snatches, you're out of the competition. Oh, so you don't even get the clean jerk. You don't even get to do clean jerk. Oh, wow. Yeah. I think a couple of the ladies did it at the Olympics while I was watching, and it's, like, the most devastating feeling ever. Yeah. I can't imagine having that happen. Like, I would, yeah. But, um, yeah, so if you miss one lift, you can either go up, like, you can increase your weight. Yep, yep. But you can't decrease your weight. Yep. So you have to hit that weight. If you don't hit it, you're out. So let's say you've snatched... So it's coming up first and your first lift and you snatch um, 80 kilos. Yeah. Then you have to start at 80 kilos for your clean jerk? No. You oh, can start okay. at whatever. So oh. um, for weighing, you put in your uh, starting weights. So I'll put in like whatever weight um, I want to start at. And it's usually like a lower weight. So like it, I have that room to play around in warm up. Yep. And then I usually get my coach because I have such a good coach <laughs> and she'll put my numbers in for me. And if I go, okay, no, I'm feeling, I put like 65 for a snatch starter. And if I'm feeling good and I've warmed up and I've hit like maybe 69, I'll go, okay, yeah, make my starter 70. Yeah, and right. then I'll start on 70. And then, but my clean and jerk is, could be 70 as well. Yep. And then it gets clean and jerk and go, nah, I've warmed up. Great. Start me at 90. So and you she'll start me at 90. Always do the three snatch lifts first yeah. at every comp? Yeah, um, unless like it's a not weightlifting, yeah, like right. Olympic yeah. weightlifting comp, I yeah. suppose. Cool. All right, so back to winning. <laughs> <laughs> what have you won? Um, I've won, I, last year I won state titles, like nice. the state club champions or something like that. And um, so. It was, I mean, I did win, but it was a little bit of a win by default because a couple of the girls, you have to, you had to have done a comp before that one in order to qualify. But um, I, I took win the trophy home. Oh, so, okay. yeah, I have the trophy sitting at home. Nice. Um, but that, that was like the coolest thing ever, especially because my coach is up there. So I've got her name and then there'll, oh. there'll be my name on it. So I'm pretty excited about that. So as it sits now, you're state champ. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> the ACT, yeah. Good. Um, that's just, that's impressive. Um, yeah. What was it like 
winning. Like, I guess, so let's so just talk us through that comp. So um, where were you sitting weight-wise? I would have been like 79-ish kilos, somewhere around there. Yep. And um, I think I don't, I don't think I'd ever felt that good going into a comp. Wow. I felt so good going into that comp. Um, I had my coach was there. She's usually there. She's moved to, she hasn't been in a couple of them, but she has been at all my comps since and she's spoken to me and um, she she was there and it was just like, let's just see what we can do. Mm. Um, and yeah, it was... So you, you come out for your first attempt on the snatch? And um, I don't remember the numbers, but I think I went through with six good lifts. Yeah, so right. I don't think I failed any lifts. Wow. Really. So you would have increased a little bit each lift? Yeah, I think I increased maybe... Between one to three is usually my range. Yep. I'll increase between one to three kilos for each lift. And, um, yeah, I have no clue what the the numbers were. What was your total? Do you remember uh, your total? I can find it, but I don't know what it yeah. was. It was... It, I think it's on my Instagram, actually. Um, but, yeah... That that day was like amazing. Yeah, Loved would it. have been. It was yeah. I haven't felt that good going into a comp. Like that comp was like one of the my favorite comps ever. Um, was it any different with like? Did the training change? What made it um, feel so good? I don't know. I think it's just I had nothing to lose that comp. Yeah. I was like, it was just go for it. Yep. See what we can do, and just there was no pressure. Mm. It was like, you don't have to win because you've been lifting for like a year, not even. So (laughs) no pressure. Do what you want to do. We'll put the weights on that you want to put on. Just go for it. Just do what you do best. Yep. And it was, I think I went in with a very clear head, which is very important. Yeah, for sure. Especially snatch. Snatch is such a head game. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, uh... I had, I don't know, everything was pretty normal. Weighed, weighed in, had my Vegemite sandwich. <laughs> Every comp got to have a Vegemite sandwich. Um, and just White bread and up. butter? Yeah, white <laughs> bread, butter, Vegemite <laughs> sandwich. Every comp, it's, yeah, staple. Good. Um, awesome. So what's next? Um, well, at the moment, haven't been able to compete since June. Mm. But state titles is... In November. Cool. Is it happening? I think so, as far as I'm aware it's yep. happening. Yep. Um, I'm sure, like, weightlifting ACT will let us know. They always do um, what's going on and see if I can bring home the trophy again. Mm. Might be a bit difficult. Haven't been on the comp floor for a while, but we'll see. No, you'll get it. Um, awesome. So before I figured... I probably should have told you these questions beforehand, but I figured we could ask you a couple of questions just to wrap up. Yeah. Um, but before we get into them, just so everybody can follow along with your journey, what's your Instagram handle so they can follow? I and think my Instagram handle is Ella underscore NG11. Sweet. I yeah. think that's it. It's either that or it's Ella NG underscore 11. I'll put it down below anyway in the show notes. <laughs> Check it out. It's... Okay. One of the above. Yep. Um, cool. So, just for a bit of fun, I feel like we're an interview podcast now. and uh, <laughs> We're, we're going to run out of people real quick. <laughs> I feel like hundreds of people. <laughs> they're like, 
Um, we had an international guest. We got state champ. State champ. Yeah. What's next? <laughs> um, we have got somebody with a blue tick on Instagram oh. lined up. Oh, well, there we go. There you go. Um, I feel like everybody who has an interview podcast has wraps up with a couple of questions. Yep. So I feel like we could do it as well. Yep. The first one is, what's something that you consider to be normal that everybody's going to find weird? Um. I, I can give you an example for me. And just to get you warmed up, um, I don't use toothpaste. I use bicarb soda. Oh, that is weird. Yeah. <laughs> so um, just something fun and something like that. Oh, I have one. I ha- I was actually meaning to tell Mac because I like it reappeared in my like habits, I suppose. But I have an obsession with cold chicken schnitzel. What? Cold chicken schnitzel is like. The best. Uh, <laughs> so, like, out of a packet, you've cooked it and then let it go cold or just yeah, straight mom, out of the packet? Mum will make, like, oh, God, no. Not straight out of the Mum will cook, like, schnitzels one night and we'll have, like, schnitzel for dinner and then the next morning I'll have a cold schnitzel for breakfast. Mm-hmm. I love it. Yeah. Or cold, like, chicken fingers, you know, those ones that you get from the canteen? No. no. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> well, like, you used to get, like... Chicken fingers from the canteen, they're awesome cold as well. Um, Gross. <laughs> oh, I homemade chicken schnitzel in the morning and I'm down for that. Yeah. Anything on it? Uh, sometimes barbecue sauce and cheese. What? <laughs> I do love barbecue sauce and I do love cheese yeah. and I do love schnitzels. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, and it's just cold. I don't know what it is, something about cold chicken schnitzel. Like cold pizza, I guess. Yeah, yeah, that, that kind of thing, except... Yeah. Chicken, chicken. <laughs> Sweet. All right, so we've been in lockdown, in and out of lockdown the last little bit since we can really remember. It's almost over. But Maybe. if you could <laughs> choose anywhere in the world that you could go to and travel to and you could spend a month there, hassle-free, no oh. nothing to worry about, where would it be? Oh, I've got so many. Like, Mac was <laughs> showing me her stuff. And it was like, what, Spain, Spain. and Miami? Yeah. Miami. Well, Anywhere with friends would be great, but I've been, like, kind of obsessed with British Virgin Islands at the moment. Mm. And because there's this guy I follow on Instagram who's, um, I think his parents live there or something, and and he just, like, makes, like, TikToks and stuff, but it just looks amazing there. It looks like, it's just, I guess, another kind of just tropical island, Mm. but it looks so much fun. Like, just looks so cool. Nice. All right, last one. If you could give advice to anybody going into weightlifting, like what you've done, like started out as something for fun and then you went into competition, what advice would you give to somebody that's sort of thinking about doing it but wants to take to that next step? Um, find yourself a good coach. Yeah, okay. Nice. Good coach that works for you. Like the best coach in the world might not work for you and that means doesn't mean that they're not a good coach, doesn't mean that you're not a good lifter. They just don't work for you. Mm. Like, it just doesn't work. Find yourself a good coach that works. Nice. That yeah. Do you want to plug your coach? Yes. Is that <laughs> yes. Yeah. Um, my coach is uh, Kylie Limbeck, and she has um, she's been to the Commonwealth Games, and I think she also started out with CrossFit as well. There you go. And she went to regionals. Yeah. Oh, in oh, I don't know what year it was, but I did find. Um, a video of her and I thought it was amazing and yeah but Kylie Limbeck she's an amazing coach does yep. um 
she puts up with me. So <laughs> so she's really <laughs> bloody she's good. She's great. <laughs> so, like, you know, yeah, you have to put up with me, Jack, and then so does she. <laughs> <laughs> That's quite all right. It's good fun. Um, sweet. Any last thoughts? Um, no, I think that's it. Cool. Mac? No. I think we covered a lot. Yeah. Yeah. It's a pretty good episode. Far out. (laughs) And here Ella thought she wasn't going to do much talking. Oh, I... I can talk for, Ella de- talks, for days. She talks so much. Yeah. <laughs> just get it started. Yeah. 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 Literally just get me started and you won't be able to um, stop. <laughs> so if you do want to see Ella lifting in person, uh, if you're in the Ulla, Milton Ulladulla area, pop in the CrossFit Huey. I'll be there. Do a drop-in session. Smash out with Ella. I do often try and keep up with her, but... She's luck- good inspo to be around, at least. <laughs> <laughs> Lucky I'm just... Probably three times your size, so I can try and keep up with the weight you <laughs> Oh, um, no, but doing wads in front of you for lifting at the same time is great fun. <laughs> I don't take too many things seriously. Yeah. I'm usually but... talking to myself or the barbell or <laughs> talking to a random person and they don't even know I'm talking to them yeah. during yeah. mid-wad. They're well, in the zone. I'm usually talking to Mac. <laughs> <laughs> it, I do get work done, I promise. Sometimes. Sometimes. <laughs> uh, so it's all about having a bit of fun. Yeah. All right, awesome. If you've lasted this long, obviously you've enjoyed it. So take a screenshot, um, share it on Instagram stories, um, tag us, Jack underscore in situ body. Mac full stop in situ health. And? Ella. Can I check this? <laughs> <laughs> Hold on two seconds. underscore 11. I mean, I feel like I messaged you enough. I should be in my brain. It is Ella underscore NG 11. I got it. <laughs> Nice. I always get confused. Um, tag us. Um, share the love. We really do enjoying do we do enjoy <laughs> doing these podcasts, and it helps us when you share it around, and we get more people listening and downloading and all that yes. sort of stuff. Um, and yeah, give us a follow. Give Ella Ella a follow. Make sure you follow her and support her in states coming up. Yeah. Um, And, yeah, all right, I'll stop talking. (laughs) See you all in the next episode. Bye.